What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Want to Know Something podcast. I'm Allie, and I'm here with my amazing fiance, Blaze. Howdy. And we are so excited to get into today's episode, aren't we? Yes. Today is not different, but a little more structured, I guess, than our last two episodes. Our last two episodes were geared more towards sharing more about ourselves, and today's episode is more geared towards talking about our lives as believers and followers of Christ and as you've read by the title talking about staying spiritually disciplined during quarantine. Mm-hmm. We just felt like this was a topic that is relatable and very relevant to what's happening in the world right now. Um and we're honestly just hoping that it's helpful for even just one person. Yeah. 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 And even if, I mean, we know not everyone in the world right now is in quarantine or in uh, self-isolation, kind of stay home from everything scenario. But even, even if you're not, even if life has continued somewhat normally for you over this past month, I think this will still be helpful ideas and strategies um, if you found yourself kind of feeling dry mm-hmm. in a sense or, yeah, just wanting to be more spiritually disciplined, wanting to be in the word more, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we're both uh, believers. We're both followers of Christ. And we understand that not everyone listening to this podcast may consider themselves in that same boat. But we hope that you will continue to listen to this and still maybe find something helpful out of it. And yeah, we're just so excited that you're listening. Yeah. Um, So I guess to kick it off, we're going to start with some struggles that we've definitely found over this whole quarantine in regards to being spiritually disciplined. Mm -hmm. I know for myself, I thought when this whole thing started, it was going to be very easy. I thought we're all inside. There's not much to do. We're going to have all the time in the world to be in the word and be journaling and listening to worship music. And I have definitely found that it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. What about you? Yeah, I think pretty much the same thing. You know, it's funny when before any of this started and we're all doing our normal lives. um, I don't know for myself anyway, we probably kind of had the idea like, oh, I just need things to be a bit less busy and then I'll do this and then I'll mm. get around to doing that and then I'll get in the habit of that. And Yeah, that's so true. You know, boom, it's happened and our lives are definitely a lot less busy. Yeah. And, but that isn't like an automatic, you know, activation of mm. being more spiritually disciplined or being in the word more. It still has to be a choice Yeah. that you make. Definitely. And in some sense, it's even harder now because there's nothing to do and so you're like and for us kind of our daily schedule or structure is mostly non-existent yeah and so um it's kind of you know the the flesh the self just kind of takes over and does whatever it wants to do Mm. and when you not have kind of an existing structure to work around it's hard to build one from scratch right sometimes Yeah, and I mean, we're surrounded with Netflix and TV and new shows and anything else that is 
not the Bible or not worship music or not journaling in some way spiritually, whatever that looks like. We are surrounded in this time of having so much downtime by other things, other things that may be distracting or may catch our attention more than wanting to be in the Word or wanting to spend time with God. Even as Christians who that is our main goal and our main focus is to have an intimate relationship with the Lord, I'm even finding myself struggling in a sense where it's harder than I thought it would be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever found in the past that you've been in a similar season or a similar situation where you're wanting to be spiritually disciplined, but it's a little harder than you thought it would be? Um, yeah, definitely. I've been like kind of seasons of ups and downs. There could be weeks or months at a time where, you know, I kind of have, I commit to it. Like, okay, I'm going to read and pray at this time every day. Yeah. And I do, and it works really well. And I'm like, you know, kind of getting a lot out of it every day. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you miss one or two days or you go away for a weekend or, right. you know, whatever happens. And then, you know, Monday comes around and you're like, oh, I'm tired from the weekend. I just want to relax. And it can be just as easy to like slip out of that habit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think there's definitely a few different times where I think it has been really well. And those have been like even in times where the rest of my life was really busy. Yeah. And... You know, I think it just kind of reminded of, I've heard, I've heard it said, you know, like the excuse, like, oh, I just don't have time for that is such a terrible excuse. Like it, Mm. you have time for whatever you want, basically. And I mean, not explicitly with every single person, but for most of the time, if there's something that really matters to you, you'll make time for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I think ultimately you can't blame your external circumstances yeah Um, it comes down to a choice they have to choose to make Mm -hmm. definitely and I know for me personally I've only recently gotten into the word like I have been over the past year it hasn't been my whole life and it hasn't even been the past five years it's been a pretty recent change for me even though I did grow up in a Christian household with amazing parents who raised me so well uh, to know and love the Lord it's it's been a choice for me over probably the past year to really dive into it and really want to spend that time with God each and every day and so yeah I think when I first started that journey of wanting to make it a daily routine I think the thing that helped me the most was that I truly wanted it Mm. really more than anything. I was so excited to come home and journal, or I was so excited to come home and read that chapter that I was reading in that book, or come home and doodle. I was always doodling in my Bible or in my journal, and that really helped me. I loved to memorize verses that way. I don't know why doodling helped, but mm. <laughs> I feel like everyone has their their thing that helps them, and that was something for me. I love looking at my Bible when it's ex- uh, aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. 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 It makes me want to just open it that much more. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember, it's probably about three years ago, I think I'd gotten a brand new Bible, 
that I hadn't written in, hadn't highlighted, hadn't even really read all that much, because um, I had another one still that I was using most of the time, and I listened to kind of a teaching podcast, and the guy teaching was talking about how he highlights his Bible and color codes it mm. with kind of different things, and we might talk about that more in depth some other time. Yeah. But kind of the idea of it um, struck me as something that being really helpful, um, just picking half a dozen different themes and going through your Bible and highlighting that, and then so it just jumps out at you. As soon as you open it up, you're like, okay, you know, that right there is talking about God's love or that right there is a mention of the Holy Spirit or that's, you know, a command of something that we should do mm. or whatever. And um, and so I was like, oh, that'd be really good. But the Bible, yeah, Bible that I'd had for several years was kind of highlighted and there was no order to it. It was just kind of chaotic everywhere. But I had this other one that I hadn't ever hadn't touched yet. So I was like, I'm going to go through the whole New Testament um, with that Bible and color code, highlight it. And so I picked out my color code. I had six colors, and and I think that's really helpful as well. I'll just kind of interject on myself here, is to set a goal mm. and kind of have something that you know and not just let it be random every day, like not just rolling the dice and seeing where you're going to open the Bible yeah. and read, but have something kind of set out um, and structured. Especially for those of you who are analytically driven that might be very helpful for you I know my mom's the exact same way and she needs that that structure with her bible reading she needs to have a plan whether it's a devotional plan or just a personal plan to read so many chapters of a book that day or whatever it is um, where some people love to just open it up and and that's how they thrive so I would say it's definitely uh each person has has their own their own way of doing it. I know I like to have a plan too. Yeah. 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 And so back to what I was saying, I had this, and I was this was <clears throat> when I was working full time on a farm, and so I was working like twelve hour days. I'd come home in the evening, and I was like dedicated to doing that every day. And so I would sit down and open the Bible and get my highlighters and just start in Matthew and would do two or three chapters, four chapters, kind of depends. Um, and yeah, I just go through and have the highlighters color code as I went mm -hmm. and it took, I don't know, a couple of months, I think, but I was pretty, pretty disciplined and dedicated to it and went yeah. through the whole New Testament from Matthew through Revelation, even in the midst of a very busy season for me. I did not have a lot of free time. You know, I was busy. I was working. I was doing normal life, mm. um, but still managed to stay disciplined in that time. Yeah. And I love highlighting anything, so color coordinating the Bible is just so pleasing to me. I like thrive on that. I always have my highlighters out when I open the Word. Whether I highlight anything when I sit down or not, I just always love to have them with me because I'm, even when I was in school, I would like highlight everything, anything I thought was important. So I'd be done um, an article or something that we'd be reading and I'd be looking back and like almost everything would be highlighted. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. And it is fun. I find it helps me remember what I'm reading a lot more when I'm highlighting it. Mm. Yeah. 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 And two, I'm just thinking of another time. I remember a couple of years ago again, I was in the Solomon Islands um, helping out with a Bible school through YWAM. And so I was one of the staff members kind of helping to lead it. 
And so basically what it looked like was um, would there be about two or three hours of teaching every morning from the Bible. And then in the afternoons, we were in small groups and we'd be reading out loud through the Bible for about two or three hours again. And then late afternoon was kind of everyone did work duties around the property, um, helping with different things, whether it be cooking dinner or working in the garden or construction project or whatever. And so I usually had a little bit of time, kind of about half an hour or so every afternoon that I intentionally set aside to do kind of my own personal devotions or Bible reading, even though I was already in the Bible for several hours every day. Mm -hmm. Um, I still wanted kind of something intentional for me, I guess, in a sense. And so I read out of a different translation than what we were reading during the day. So it was kind of new and fresh. And I usually read out of something, a different part of the Bible than what we were reading. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think probably the biggest key to like, you know, having those times to be fruitful and not just feel religious or feel like a chore or a duty or whatever, because that can be, um, you know, not a trap, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard people say before, well, I don't want to just be religious about it. You know, I want to be yeah. authentic. You want to want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you can balance that authenticity with still being disciplined. Yeah. And, you know, I think even if you only have 10 minutes, if you go into it, you know, with a heart searching and yearning for God and be like, okay, you know, Jesus, I'm here. I want to meet you. You know, I want to hear from you. Mm. Um, and, you know, as it says, you know, seek him and he'll be found. And, you know, to, to go into those times expectant and with your heart open and your heart ready and, and yeah, kind of like that, you know to to make sure you don't just get stuck in a rut of habit doing it for the sake of doing it but knowing that you're going to meet with the real living god and he's going to speak to you and encourage you and teach you and and all that and so Mm -hmm. you know yeah basically all of that to say that we've definitely had our own struggles as believers as christians staying spiritually disciplined not just in this time but also in in our past and We've definitely had to find ways to overcome that, and we've had to find ways, even in this season, to stay in the Word and and be disciplined. So, yeah, we're going to talk about some of those things that we've done in this season specifically that have really helped us, or things that we really want to start doing that we think will be really beneficial. Mm -hmm. So I think the thing for me that has helped a lot during this season is the fact that I was able to start a Bible study with some of my um, girlfriends. And that has just been so fun and so awesome. We meet every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. And it's just a way to not only stay connected with your friends who are also believers, but it's such a good way to have fellowship and be in the Word and be talking about the Word and making it fun and interactive and interesting And I also always leave with a different or new perspective Mm. on the passage that we read that week. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really, really fun. That's great. And that's virtual Bible study. Yes. um, Which is great because, I mean, we have both our friends all over the world, all over Canada. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, even with the restrictions currently of gathering in person in places, you can still connect with people. Yeah, yeah fellowship and study the word together 
one of the girls who is part of the study is almost on the other side of the country, which is cool that we're still able to meet virtually and have that time together. And we've also, Blaze and I together, have had virtual staff meetings with YWAM Nanaimo, and we've had times of worship and intercession, which have also been really mm. good for us. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, too, with, I mean, where we are right now, the weather is definitely getting nicer. Mm. And uh, all I want to do is sit on the deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, with, I mean, not a lot to do outside the house for most of the time definitely it's nice to get out and enjoy a walk and I've seen lots of people doing that and mm. you know I've enjoyed that a few times and just listen to worship music as I go yeah you know and be kind of prayerful and just mindful and be intentional with I guess in your heart knowing that you are kind of listening to God communing to God you can be praying you know it doesn't have to be super structured and like you know sitting down mm. at a desk with your bible and right. pen and highlighter and yeah you, know, you can be out enjoying nature going for a walk and just praying and you know kind of sharing whatever's on your heart with with him mm-hmm. he's always listening and speaking as well yeah one of my good friends megan what's up megan <laughs> she really encouraged me when she was telling me about her daily walks and how she always has Um, earphones in and she's always listening to worship music on her morning walks and I thought man that's so good and as soon as she said it I was like I want to be doing that I want to be going for walks to a get exercise and be outside but to partner it with worship music and also have a time of prayer or reflection it's just the best of both worlds Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep Another thing that I think is really helpful in this season um, to stay spiritually disciplined is to have a dedicated space in your home or wherever you're living um, to be in the Word or to listen to worship music or to journal or whatever it is that you do to stay connected with God. I think that's, at least for me, that's that's crucial. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And as well like something kind of touched on this a little bit earlier but just I don't know for me I really find it helpful to have have something that you know you can go to in the word Mm. and myself one of my favorites is the book of Proverbs which has 31 chapters and so you can you know kind of work through it in a month reading one chapter a day Mm -hmm. and I've done that definitely not every day or every month but most days and most months for a number of years and so I've run through the whole book quite a few times um and it's a really good place to I find for myself to start my devotions Mm -hmm. that you know just look at look at the phone see what day of the month it is the 10th of the month then you know read chapter 10 and maybe that's like you know because as I'm waking up in bed instead of scrolling Instagram right Mm -hmm. away you know just open up your bible app and (laughs) you can kind of read that chapter just to yeah. start your day and you know I usually like to go somewhere else from there but that gives at least something kind of tangible and structured to mm-hmm. start with and yeah. you know you don't necessarily have to study it super in depth because I know I'll be reading it again next month and the month after that and you mm-hmm. know, the wisdom in Proverbs is super good with repetition yeah, um, yeah but I find cool. that really helpful to have like a known starting point every day that you're not like well what am I going to do today what am I going to read like just have 
something, and then you can go into other books. You might want to, you know, read through the book of James or read through an Old Testament book or whatever. Mm -hmm. You can do one or two chapters a day. Yeah. Go through that, but. No, that's so good. I know for me, I'm so guilty at going on social media first thing in the morning instead of opening my Bible, whether that's my physical Bible or the Bible app. But I was in a good habit of doing it a couple months ago. And what I would do is kind of similar. I would open the Bible app and look at the verse of the day. And whatever that verse was, I would go in my Bible and I would read that whole chapter of whatever book it was. Mm. And that way I was getting the fruit of what that verse was, but I was also getting the context um, with the chapter. So that was really helpful for me. And another thing too, just as you were talking about going to a book that you maybe know and love or that you're familiar and comfortable with, um, recently, very recently, like last night, (laughs) something that I actually noticed that really helped me to want to read was going to a book that I was interested in or going to a book that I was really curious about that maybe I haven't read super in depth or maybe haven't read at all. And I found myself last night reading Song of Songs. Songs of Song of Songs. And yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's called Song or of Song, Solomon. Song of Solomon. Yeah, right. It's titled either way. Yeah. And I found myself reading the first chapter. Blaze and I are reading it together kind of as a pre-marriage devotional. We're doing it separately. And I actually was Googling um, other people's uh, takes from chapter one of the Bible. And not that I'm relying on other people's takes of this chapter, but I just love to get other people's perspectives and I mean, it's the same thing with the Bible study. You're bouncing ideas off each other and you're gaining insight from what other people are thinking and other people are gaining insight from what you're thinking. And yeah, it's just, I think it's good if you have something that you're interested in, whether it's a book or a topic in the Bible and just going to that and diving into it. Mm, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, something else that we were talking about today was in terms of, being spiritually disciplined and and something that could help would be sitting on the deck in the sun (laughs) if you have a deck. Very spiritual. Yeah, but (laughs) we're joking about it. But I know for me personally, it is so helpful to just be outside. I know we were talking about going for walks earlier and listening to music, but for me, I just love sitting and like basking in the sun. I love going to a beach and just, I could lay there all day. So sitting on the back deck when it's really sunny outside, I just love laying there or sitting there on a chair with my coffee or tea and a snack. And sometimes I'll play worship music in the background just really lightly. But honestly, other times I love to just sit and listen to the birds chirp. We were actually saying this earlier. I love to listen to the birds and it just, it reminds me of God's creation and yeah. 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 And it's cool. You can, I mean, really like God is so good and great Mm -hmm. and personal that, I mean, really you can connect with him anytime, anywhere, like, you know, no matter what you're doing Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be a super spiritual setting. Yeah. Right. Like you can, I've had, yeah, I've been driving my car listening to worship music or listening to 
you know, some biblical teaching or whatever, and just, you know, kind of had profound revelation and and experience with God. I've been, you know, working. I used to work night shifts on the farm, so I'd be like three in the morning driving, mm. driving a tractor out a dairy barn and listening to, listening to music or teachings or listening to the audio Bible. Even you can listen to the mm. Bible. And some of the voices, I don't know if it's one main voice. I've only listened to the audio Bible a couple times, but it is so soothing. Like it put me to sleep once. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, like basically God, God isn't limited. And so I think really the only limitations that we kind of put that are there are ones that we create. Mm. And so, you know, yeah, it is. Even as I'm saying this, I'm like, wow, yeah, there's definitely so many more times and places in our daily lives that we could mm. choose to pursue God, to speak to him, to listen to him, to encounter him, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, and even just as you were saying that, we're giving these suggestions of having a time, having a place, having a specific destination in the word that you want to go to. But yeah, just as you said, it can be literally anywhere in your day-to-day lives. And it doesn't have to be this long, drawn-out thing either, although I think it is good to have that dedicated time. You can pray, you can worship, really, wherever you are. Yeah. Yeah. So in saying that, we do have a couple tips that um, maybe didn't work for us or things that we're not doing in this specific season that may be helpful for other people. Yeah. And so, I mean, everyone's situation is obviously different, but I know, you know, for example, if you have, if you are still working full time and have a fairly normal and consistent daily routine, you know, something possibility would be, I've heard it kind of termed, you can redeem your commute. Hmm. And that's an interesting way of putting it. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're driving to work, even if it's only 10 or 20 minutes, you can, you know, be intentional with, you know, putting on some worship music and maybe you want to pray for people every day, Mm. you know, have a list on your phone of different friends or family or whatever of, you know, kind of people that have either expressed prayer requests, maybe they posted something on Facebook, like, hey, be praying for this, or mm. whatever, and kind of, you know, write it down, and before you leave your house in the morning, pick two things on there, and be like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, pray for these things, and just put on some music, and intentionally pray for those people, bring them before the Lord, Yeah. and, you know, kind of start your day with that, and even if it is only a 10-minute drive, it's still a very intentional, intentional valuable time. <laughs> Jinx! <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like, it. It, I mean, you have to do it anyway, you know, instead of listening to the morning radio show, you may as well listen to the Lord. Especially in this season, instead of listening to the news and just all of the negativity that's going on around us, spending that time with the Lord, listening to worship music, praying. Yeah, yeah. so good. Um, something that I thought might be helpful is if you're living in a space with other people, whether it's parents or a roommate or um, a spouse, um, I think it's really good, at least for me, to have someone to sort of, in a way, hold you accountable. 
Um, if this is something that you're serious about, if this is something that you're really wanting to accomplish, um, letting them know and saying, look, I really want to be more spiritually disciplined in this season. This is how I'm thinking about going about it. And I'm just looking for you to hold me accountable in that and, and make sure that I'm on the right track or I'm being consistent with what I'm saying that I want to do. And I think for some people that might be really significant for them. Mm. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. Definitely. Um, yeah. And I think too, like it's such also a really good way to kind of what Ali mentioned to combat negativity that's going on in our world right now. Mm. Um, which yeah, with the coronavirus pandemic and everything else there is, can be a lot of negativity, which can, you know, can lead to a lot of anxiety and depression and stress and, Mm. you know, it is a lot of unknowns right now in the world. But I mean, the good thing is, you know, God is constant and steady and Mm. says in Micah, Malachi, I think Malachi says, I'm the Lord. I do not change. Yeah. And, you know, to press into him, um, it isn't. Yeah, I don't know. It's not just empty fluff, or it's not just you know some kind of you know habit to get into. But it's real, tangible. You know, his presence, his peace. Yeah. Um, you know, his spirit coming in and tangibly living within you and affecting you and brightening your day and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know that. I've talked to a couple people and it's a real thing that when you're quarantined in a household of people, tensions can be high sometimes and you might be finding yourself getting annoyed more easily or maybe not as slow to anger (laughs) as you might be in other seasons or other times in your life when things are quote unquote normal. Um, And so pressing into the word is just such a great way to overcome even that and I find myself when I'm stressed out or I'm anxious or I'm annoyed at something or frustrated whether it's just the unknown of what's happening or whatever it is um, and not even necessarily in this season whenever I open up my bible I never feel worse than exactly before. yeah yeah like there's you're always gonna feel a little better um, yeah. And even if it is just a little bit, even though for me, I always feel a lot better. Right. Um, but even if it just is a little bit, it's better than staying in that complete negative space. Yeah. And on the other side, like, there'll always be an excuse you can come up with in your mind as to not do it. Right. Like, you know, I'm too busy or I'll do it later or not in the mood or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think there is great value in just choosing despite whatever you might feel in the moment. Yeah. Choose and press in and, you know, read a chapter and even just, you know, it doesn't have to be, I don't know, you don't have to be a perfect Christian at that moment. You can, like, if you're frustrated or angry, you can share your heart to God and he'll hear you and listen and mm. speak to you through the word or throw on a song that you really like or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, they'll be, they'll be there in those moments. Yeah, definitely. And even you just saying that, I would love to do an episode on just hearing from God Mm. and how we've both experienced that um, in our own lives and what that has looked like for us. 
So maybe it'll be next week. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. Um, but yeah, that is, I guess, pretty much the end of our episode yeah. for today. And uh, part of me feels like we're just scratching the surface. I but know. There's so much more we could dig into. Yeah. I think, I think ultimately, like, that's it exactly, dig into, I think, you know, we both want to be digging in more yeah, during definitely. this time, um, and hopefully for any and all of you listening, that is also maybe something God is stirring on your heart, mm. and, you know, I know he's always drawing all of humanity to himself, Yeah. Um, you know, whether you've been a Christian your whole life or don't consider yourself a Christian, doesn't matter, mm-hmm. and I think especially in this time of uncertainty of unknowns of stress of whatever it's yeah probably even more fitting mm-hmm. now than ever before to to press in to god because i believe he is drawing drawing everyone in yeah. yeah and even just within this whole episode these ideas and tips and tricks that we're laying out for you all um are just as much for us too. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, like Blaze said, we definitely want to dig in more and we just hope that these are helpful for at least a few of you. Yeah. So should we talk about the surprise? Sure. <laughs> if you listened to last week's episode, um, to the very end, we did mention that we had a bit of a surprise that maybe we would spill the beans on. I mean, I think we did say that we would (laughs) tell them. (laughs) But Blaze really wants to share. But I really decided that I don't want to. And I want to keep it a little bit of a surprise longer. Did that sentence make sense? I want to keep it a surprise a little longer. Um, A lot of you listening probably already know what this surprise is. But for those of you who don't know, we're just going to keep that anticipation. Perfect. Yeah. So thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And we look forward to next week. Yes. We'll see you again next week with who knows what topic. Who knows? Maybe hearing from God and what that looks like for us. Maybe Maybe something else. We'll see. (laughs) Bye, guys. Hope you enjoyed. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.